0: going on everyone welcome back to guest friday i'm not your average boston sports podcast i am your host garrett hayden as always you can listen to our podcast on apple Podcasts and on spotify you can follow our social pages on twitter and on facebook for the latest updates and as you guys know on the social media we teased earlier this week i'm uh, uh, joined this week by one of my very best friends uh brenna keith and uh, brenna spent her, st- her spring uh, coaching for the uh natick uh varsity softball team and uh Brenna, it's great to have you here
1: i'm so excited to be here
0: yeah i'm uh definitely was looking forward to this for uh, a good chunk of time um just to you know get to hear about your experiences um coaching coaching so um yeah i'm <laughs> just really excited <laughs>
1: I know me too. It's it's kind of wild cuz like people will ask about coaching and passing, but like no one actually cares, but like I know you so I know you actually do care.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it'll be great for for our listeners to hear from um, you know, coaching perspective and also, you know, getting someone to talk about softball as a sport that I've not really, you know, covered on the podcast before. So, uh I'm looking forward to it. So, um, I guess just to start off and You know, it's funny, I was thinking about this the other day when we did, uh, well, actually I should say, Brenna is a co-host with me and Andrew Lydon on A Breath of Fresh Life, another podcast that the three of us do together. Um, There was an episode that we talked about um, sports, I think it was, you know, months ago, however long ago it was. And, you know, each of us kind of talked about our journeys through sport and, um, I'm curious about your journey with the sport of softball. Um, so that's kind of, it's kind of like a, uh, like a two-part question. So I'm curious about that. Um, and then I'm also curious about how you've approached the game on a coaching level versus playing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so to be completely honest, my journey with softball started with little league, like peewee baseball. Hmm. So um one of my dad's um, favorite stories to tell about me when I first started playing was I was on first base and there was someone on first and someone on second and it was the third out like it was about it was two outs about to be the third and I'm like in my head I'm like they're going to first base and baby am I on first base right now And I was so excited. I was going to get the ball. I was like, ready to go. The kid swung, he hit it. And the person threw it to second base, getting ultimately our third out the inning ended. And I was devastated because they didn't throw me the ball. And so I'm like, hysterically crying. I'm like, did they not like me? Like something happened? Like it was the complete, like, Child meltdown when it's like oh everything God. was going right, but in my mind I'm like they they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like my kickoff to like Pee Wee Little League baseball. But um, as I got older, I played, obviously joined the softball teams when I was able to, mm-hmm. um, and I I teetered around the edge of playing baseball for a while, but I just kind of thought like I like the idea of softball better. I like the bigger ball. Um, and I liked that. I got to play with like all my friends. So that was a huge plus. Um, my dad was actually one of my coaches for a lot of years. Um, I played almost all seasons of softball. So I did it in the fall, the summer, and the spring. Um, and I would do hitting in the winter. So I did a lot of work kind of like year round for it. Um, it's the only sport that I stuck with from, elementary school all the way through my senior year of high school is the only Mm -hmm. sport I stuck with the entire Mm way um granted I had kind of a sour ending with softball my senior year um I didn't get along with my coach super well um so there was a little bit of a disagreement between the two of us and in my last game my senior year after playing the full season as a varsity starter she sat me my last game and we were in playoffs. And instead of putting me in, she put in a girl who had literally just sprained her ankle in the JV game before. And she was on the bench with me and she put her in over me. Um, And I was actually missing my high school graduation party at that time. So like all of my friends and family were at my house. Um, (laughs) So I left um, during the during the end of the game and I was like thank you very much I'm done with this season but um, even though softball ended kind of on a rough patch for me I still loved the sport Mm -hmm. Um, I actually would have played it in college Um, life circumstances kind of kicked in and I wasn't able to go to the softball tryouts for the club team at um, Syracuse so I didn't get to play there which is when my rugby career started which is uh, Mm a whole other story Uh but um I never really lost my love of softball I always just kind of hung on to it the college world series I can't even begin to describe how many hours of college World Series softball I've watched um, in my lifespan. My dad's a huge fan. We will like sit and we will talk and we will watch games and be like that was a dumb call, or she should have stolen second, like hmm. all this stuff. And I think it just kind of helped kindle my love for the sport. Um, so when the coaching position opened in Natick High School when I was teaching there. I'd been teaching for a year and I was kind of like a newbie and I was a little worried about what I should do and how to get like involved in the school community. And my second year, the coaching position opened up and I had the ability to coach with um, Tom Lamb, who was like a Natick legend in terms of coaching sports. Um, and he actually interviewed me with Tim Collins, who's the athletic director at Natick High School. Um, so I was a little bit nervous. Um, a little bit excited. And they just kind of like asked me general questions of how I would do things. And, and I was definitely fresh and new into the idea of like coaching softball. I've only ever played. I've never been like, <laughs> I've never been like in a coaching position in that sport. In um, most other ones I have, like I've coached in ref basketball my whole life, like things like that. It's, it's just, I know how to do it, but I never done it with softball. So that was something that was, I had to like practice my interview questions. I watched drills before my interview. I was kind of panicking. I didn't know what to do, but, um, they called me and they gave me the job and it's, it's honestly been a dream ever since.
0: Hmm. That's really neat. That's really cool. I mean, I think, um, you know, kind of taking the, taking the initiative to, to do that. And then, you know, can you talk maybe a little bit more, a little bit more about why, you wanted to get back into the game or like why you wanted to coach?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, so I started coaching uh, freshman basketball um, for Natick High School. And I, cause just, again, like I said, it's, it's been in my blood. It's been something I did since eighth grade. Like I just knew I could do it. Um, mm-hmm. And the minute I started doing it, I kind of realized like, there's a special connection when you're coaching and you like have life experience you know what's going on you know how to excuse kate sorry she just sneezed (laughs) you know how to um kind of instruct the game and keep going with it and and when there are other things going on in these kids lives which you know as someone who's kind of gone through all of this stuff i've played sports i know the like you can have a bad week, you can have a bad day. There's social stuff going on. And, and I think having that connection of like being a part of the high school community and then knowing these kids on a personal level in, in a sport like basketball or like softball or anything, there's there's just this different connection you can make. And so I've, I just kind of, you know what, said I'm gonna challenge myself. I'm gonna see how softball goes. I would love, I've always wanted to coach a varsity sport. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to lead a program of varsity sport, but I definitely am having a very fun time kind of helping out kids that are extremely talented. Um, So I think that has been, it's a very different coaching structure than basketball with my freshman girls. Um, I love my freshman girls, but they're, you know, they're not as dedicated to the game as a senior who's playing her last year on varsity. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, different ball game and watching these girls kind of develop throughout the season um, has been awesome and I think this season especially the growth that my team kind of made was very impressive and a lot of it was mental which was cool to see a bunch of like high school girls that are not necessarily sure of themselves kind of start to develop that self-confidence which was like our biggest goal of the season.
0: Gotcha well it's really it's interesting that you mentioned kind of the community aspects. I think that's like probably one of the best ways that you can give back to a community is, you know, offering to, to coach at a certain level, um, and sports, you know, obviously it's a big part of, big part of school communities, kind of all, all over the, all over the state really. Um, so getting back to kind of the coaching and, you know, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, um, in your experience of coaching softball, what's, what's like, what's the most rewarding part of coaching high school athletes?
1: Um, I think honestly it is the, after a bad error or a bad play or something goes wrong. And then you kind of like look at them and you're able to turn around this awful negative feeling that we've all felt in our sports careers. You're able to kind of help them get from point A to point B and then not make that mistake again. Or, you know, like they don't know how to do a certain like bunt style or they can't bunt on the third baseline. They're going only ever down the middle and it's popping up, like getting them to tweak that enough to then land that bunt every time. And like their self-confidence just blossoms with it it's just like, it's such a cool thing to see and witness. And like, you don't realize how much it means until you either look back on your own high school sports career or until, you know, they express that gratitude, which like, I mean, it's like, and it's not every single case. It's not every time I don't expect it, but like, I've had kids, um, write me letters from like sports camps over the summer and say like, Hey, like, you know, you, you hype me up when I could not turn it around and like things like that. Like it's, it feels good to get those kind of messages back and then see those kids continue to develop, like from sophomore year, all the way to senior year. It's, it's really cool.
0: Gotcha. That, that is really cool. Um, you know, you mentioned this season in particular, kind of the, the mental growth. I mean, I think like that must be really rewarding as well, that you can see someone you know maybe like you said not feel too sure about themselves and then you know at the end of the season you know they're confident in what they are and what they're doing um are there any are there any challenging parts of uh the this this job um
1: yes <laughs> i will say um the stupid stupid drama is is tough to listen to sure. it's, it's tough to like put yourself like as as an athlete it's easy to put yourself in those high school athlete shoes as an adult it's very difficult to put yourself in a high schooler's shoes
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah
1: so, so the drama the the emotional things that are going on the little issues that you know will mean nothing in a week Um, but mean the world to this kid in this one day, but it is the most important game of the season. Like those are the things where it's just, you know, if this one kid's off, everybody's off
0: Mm.
1: and it, and it's, it's their energy. It's the way that they play the way they rely on each other. You know, the minute this person can't do it, well, if she can't do it, I definitely can't. And, and it's, it's a trickle down effect and, you know, a professional sports see it, but it's, prominent in high school sports especially girls high school sports because Mm -hmm. there's so much emotion in how girls play um and that's not a bad thing you know like that can be in a tight game if you turn it on and the emotion comes out like you're you're winning and that's that's the end of it but like things are not going your way (laughs) you are not in a good mood the game is going to look real sour and it's it's going to be a bummer to see yeah
0: well, it's so interesting. Like, you know, like you said, with any high school student, you know, there's so much else going on other than sports. You know, I know it's, it's, it's easy to think about, you know, professional athletes where it's like, the sport is really kind of the only thing that is going on in their lives. You know, not to say that like professional athletes don't have other things going on in their yeah. life. But it's like, as a high school student, there's so much other thing, so much other stuff that's going on that you have to take into account. And then you have you know, these high-intensity games, you know, playoff games, what have you, and, yeah. you know, it's hard to flip the switch from being like, okay, there's, you know, I really have to focus on the game, or, oh my gosh, there's other stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm curious about, um, because I actually was able to come see some of your games last year, um, what made this particular season different um, different than last season.
1: So I will definitely say we last year had um, a senior who is an incredible pitcher. She still is. She pitches for Westfield. Um, she's very talented and it was, you know, like our games, she carried a lot of our games. So like defensively, uh, we didn't really get a taste for what the team looked like or, kind of where things were laying. Um, And without her this year, we had to kind of redevelop our pitching (laughs) um, skills and strategies. Um, And our pitchers didn't really come into their own until like the middle of the season. So I will say like defensively, we were able to see more where we were going to make errors. Like if there was a hit off a bat, what was it gonna look like? Because in practice, you can be perfect every time but in an actual game, the minute an error happens, three more are going to come right after it. It's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of the way that it the dominoes fall, you know? So I would say like this season was a lot of like figuring out talents and skills and how to best utilize those talents and skills um, and like situationally what to do, um, how to play things. Um, so I think. Honestly, for our girls, it was a lot of like self development and like, what can I bring to this team instead of like last year where it was like, how can I best support this team? Like, if a play is made, I'm going to make it and get it done. And then, you know, so and so is going to finish the rest of the, the ending out for us. You know what I mean? Like, kind of a thing. Like, everyone had a job and they knew they could make it in one try and it would be great but this year it was like no we're going to need to make it together every single time and everyone's going to need to be moving and covering all the bases and like everything and and i think they they stepped up to it 100%. it took us a little bit but they stepped up to the plate which was really awesome to see. um but again like mentality was our biggest kind yeah. of flow this season, yeah.
0: That's really interesting. You know, that's so interesting because i feel like you can sense something like that even in professional sports when you know, you have one particular player who is, you know, so dominant, and the other players are kind of just supporting players. And then, you know, that player moves on or whatever. And then it's like, okay, we really got to figure out, you know, how we're going to play without this person. Yeah. You know, I kind of liken it similar to how the Patriots had to play without Tom Brady the year after he left. And it was like, okay, you know, we have to, figure out how we're going to be successful without perhaps, you know, they're one of their best players.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think I honestly, a part of it too, we had different, a slightly different coaching staff this year as well. So there was like Mm -hmm. a little bit of a shift. There was a new head coach, but like Tom Lamb and I were still there like assistant coaches, but, um, so there was a new head coaching staff and it was slightly different, but I think in a very positive way. So I think overall, like, there was a change in things The girls had to deal with the lack of what we had and stepping up to the plate. And I think all of it combined was kind of like the perfect storm for a great season, but it definitely had its, its hiccups throughout the way. Um, so
0: I'm, I'm curious about this. Um, you know, it's kind of more of a personal question, but have you learned anything about yourself during the last uh, or during the last two years coaching softball?
1: Um, I think, I think the first thing I've learned is that I need to trust myself more with the calls that I would make as like a head coach. Um, I think there's, there's been moments where I'm like, I would do this and it's exactly what happens on the field. And I'm like, okay, like I could do this. So I think it's, it's kind of showing me that I can be more confident in myself and like the calls that I make and the way that I read the game um, overall. But I think also it's it's really built me up into how easy it is for me sometimes to like build relationships and to like mm-hmm. connect with these girls and these kids and and be able to like, hype them up if they're feeling really nervous about the next like up at bat, you know what I mean? Or, or they made an error in the field and they come off the field crying and I'm like, okay, listen, like we're not focusing on that. We're going to get them out of their head, get them onto something else. Like we always joke, like I'm the, I'm the hype man of the team. Mm -hmm. So if, if girls need someone to like pep them up before they get up at bat, you call me right over and I will pump you up. I'll give you every compliment in the book. Um, and I, I think I've kind of learned that like, that's like a skill that I have is that I, I know how to make people feel good about themselves and feel confident in themselves, mm-hmm. which is something that I think um, the world doesn't necessarily have enough of. Um, so if I'm putting any little bit of that out into the world, especially into like young youths, I think it's something that I can kind of hang on to and be proud of.
0: Um, my, my next question, um how important, how, how important is it to you that you can empower young athletes, especially female athletes?
1: Um, oh, so important. I think honestly, like I wouldn't be who I am today without, um, without sports. Like there's, there's no doubt in my mind. Like I think I'd be a good kid, but I wouldn't have the leadership ability that I have, I wouldn't have the ability to work on a team. I wouldn't be able to collaborate with other people. I wouldn't be able to take criticism, which is something that like, is incredibly difficult to take, like, let's be honest. But, but taking that in a sport is incredibly important. You need to make adjustments. You need to be aware. Um, you need to be reading the field at all times. Like all of those things, I think, kind of play into who I am as a person. Um, and I think just like the camaraderie of being on a team and, and friendships and, and being able to connect with people over the smallest thing. Like, I know we're talking softball, but like I could wear a rugby shirt, walking down the street and a random stranger would be like, what position were you playing in rugby? And I'd be able to tell them and they'd be like, no way. And I'd get talking to a complete stranger and be friends fast in five minutes. Mm. Like it's the, the ability of having sports in your background And I think I, not only just sports themselves, but the coaches I had made me who I am. They taught me how to take criticism. They taught me Mm -hmm. how to not, you know, take it all for myself. Like, um, one of my coaches and, um, basketball in middle school, um, there was a girl, I mean, this wasn't, this was a lesson I learned through another girl, but I'll never forget it was this girl was a ball hog. She wanted to shoot threes all day long and she didn't share with the team. And so our coach decided to make it, um, 9v1 to show her that she cannot win a basketball game by herself. And we played for 20 minutes and she had to play the entire time. Um, so in, in like, I remember feeling so bad for her, but she wasn't a ball hog after that. She learned how to be a team player. And it was really awesome to see like as a teammate. So I think like being able to experience that witness that granted it it wasn't aimed at me, but I'll never forget that lesson. (laughs) That's for damn sure. Like I will never forget that lesson or like even just being a girl trying to play with boys in sports, Mm. like it's not equal. Like I tried to play football all the time growing up and I was always like shoved to the side or they never threw the ball to me. They didn't think I could catch it. Like things like that. And I think empowering girls to get out there and play whatever sport they want to play and play it to their heart's content and play as hard as they possibly can is so important because they can play whatever they want. They can play football. They can play rugby. They can play basketball. They can play anything and come out on top. I mean, like women's soccer Is now on an almost equal playing field to men's soccer, which is like unbelievable, you know, and like hopefully WNBA is next and then maybe softball will become a professional sport, which would be so cool for me, because again, I fucking love the College World Series.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: But Yeah, no, I just I think it teaches a lot of skills that girls don't get Mm
0: -hmm. through,
1: you know, media, through life, through Mm -hmm. their families necessarily.
0: Gotcha. Um, so you mentioned it earlier about, um, coaching with, with coach lamb, uh, what's it like coaching alongside him? Cause I know you've said that, and and I've heard from, you know, other friends that I have, that he's, you know, coaching legend that he's coached in, in Natick for years.
1: It's actually, it's honestly crazy. Um, he coached my dad in football growing up. So he has been a coach. For a very long time.
0: The athletic
1: director, when I went to Natick High School, um, he's coached football forever. He started coaching softball. He coaches. I'm pretty sure he coached basketball for a while. Like he's done it all. Um, He is an incredible wealth of knowledge. Um, It definitely he he's had a little curveball kind of learning how to coach girls, which has been fun to kind of experience with him because Sometimes he'll say things and I'm like, lamb, that's not, it's not how girls work. We can't do that. And he's like, okay, like whatever you say. Um, But he honestly down at the bottom of his heart is an incredible man. He he cares so much. He makes nicknames up for all the girls. He (laughs) um, is at every practice. He's early every practice. He does hitting with the girls before games he makes sure to stay with the bus all the way from the high school to wherever we are for an away game. Um, he's, he's just a great guy. I coached first base for the first like half of the season. Um, and then I got hit by a pitch (laughs) in the arm that I had had recent surgery on. So I had, I had to resign as the first base coach for the season, unfortunately. (laughs) So lamb took my spot there. Um, I mean, he is, he's just, he goes to softball games in his spare time and he learns and he goes up to coaches and he asks them about their technique and their skills and their drills and what they focus on and what's important. And then he relays it to our girls in high school. Um, It's really cool. He scouts, which I think is so cute. Um, I call him lamb chop uh, most of the time. And he responds to it now. He used to not respond to it, but now he does. (laughs)
0: oh my gosh
1: um but he's he's great he's always wants to be mobile he always wants to be doing something um but it's always for the benefit of other people it's just the lessons that he brings and the the way he's able to that's like the one thing as a coach I wish I was better at like my words and how I'm able to like communicate in like an intense moment I want to pump up the crew and like get it going and I'm not always great at that Mm -hmm. he knows exactly what to say Like I've no doubt my mind we're in an intense moment. He could look you dead in the eyes and say exactly the right thing and you'd hit a home run. Like Mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind. I've seen it happen. Like it's crazy. It's it is a thing to behold. But he is a he's a man of mystery and he is incredible.
0: Um so I'm I'm curious about um, you know, someone listening to the podcast or um anyone what advice you would give someone um, interested in coaching softball, you know, at this level or, or, or any level really?
1: Honestly, I say, do it. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you even consider it, if you know the sport whatsoever, dive in, like, even if you started out as an ump, or if you started out playing on a team, there's adult teams, there's kids teams, there's everything. I mean, the opportunities to get involved in softball are endless, but I think the minute that you do it, it's, it's life-changing, and I, I think the sport specifically has this effect on everyone that's involved to kind of, like, bring yourself above and beyond, and, like, rallying in a tight game, and the mindfulness that needs to come into it, and the you know, like it's mind over matter every single time. And when you're up at bat, it could be the best pitcher in the league, or it could be the worst. And you could strike out either way because you weren't ready or prepared. And it's so mental and it's, it's so fun to challenge yourself and to challenge kids to try and get them to challenge themselves. Um, I think developing a program and watching girls grow and watching anyone grow, um, and develop and, improve who they are as a human being is just something that's really um rare that you get to be a part of um unless you have a kid of your own you know and and I don't at this point in my life and I love that I'm able to kind of influence these kids in some way and try and steer them on the right path like like I think I was Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) would you um you know maybe we like alluded to it but would you be interested in you know doing head coaching at some point
1: you know I would a lot I, of
0: responsibility but
1: a lot of responsibility it's, I think like because I'm um, more of the like official assistant coach this year so I was given some of those responsibilities and like I did the book I did everything like um I learned about our stat system and it's online and how you input everything and and I think like knowing that on top of needing to develop a program and maintain a program um i'm not there right now but do i think it's something that i would very much be interested in i do mm-hmm. i i would love to one day lead a softball program a basketball program rugby program anything like that like i'd love to help kind of kids develop who they are and through yeah. my program that i get to run which would be really cool yeah.
0: So we t- uh, you talked a little about the the college softball that you've been watching. Uh, is there is there a team right now that you're uh, really really hyped up on?
1: So I will say, I'm I know this is controversial. Big Oklahoma fan. I'm also a big Florida fan. Okay. So I I am I know we're not making it super far. We're not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I won't jinx it. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not saying anything. Actually, I take it all back, but I do really like Oklahoma.
0: Okay. Oklahoma. The They're the team that's like uh, running up the score, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, watching them play is like, Oh my God. It's like silk. It's so fun to watch. Like the actual skill and talent that those girls bring is just like it's crazy like i would i would never be able to be at that level but like watching it is mind boggling
0: have you have you ever gone to the softball world series
1: i haven't but i did um so syracuse didn't have like uh varsity level like division rated teams beyond yeah. their team um but they when I went to university of Oregon and Oregon actually has a very good softball team. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go to their games because I live right around the corner from the field. Um, so I would go to those games live and they actually made it into the world series a couple of times. And they had a home game when I was there, which was the coolest thing. The stands were packed. It was like, oh. it was very exciting. Um, they didn't end up winning when I was there, which was a big bummer, but um, it was very cool to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, no, I, I would love to go to like a, oh my God, championship game would be freaking cool.
0: (laughs) That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's been really fun talking and talking softball, you know, getting into something that I've never covered on the podcast. Um, Any other, any other things that uh, you wanted to touch on?
1: honestly I don't know like I I think that it's it's just it's a special sport and I think that if people give it a chance they realize kind of how unbelievably talented these kids are that play it and it's like watching it is impressive and if you haven't I highly recommend that you do because you're missing out
0: yeah absolutely you know the I'm pretty sure the softball world series going on you know currently on the Um, ESPN network so you can you can check it out there yeah Um, all right well uh, it was a great conversation Brenna uh, thanks for thanks for coming on
1: thanks so much for having
0: me this was so fun all right everyone you can uh, listen to uh, the podcast apple podcast on spotify and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week